If you're investing in real estate, you can boost your gains by being your own bank. Visit ParadigmLife.net forward slash resources to learn this real estate wealth strategy. Let's start the show. This is The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. Hey everyone, Patrick Donahoe here. Thank you for listening to our podcast this morning. Uh, We are uh, fortunate to have a very special guest Daniel Amaduri of Future Money Trends. Oh, I thought I was going to be the, the special. You are guest. special. You are special, <laughs> but a different kind of special. <laughs> no, but so, Daniel Daniel Amaduri is going to be our guest. As you can see, I have another guest. Brad Gibb is here with me, uh, but we're going to bring Daniel here uh, on in just just a moment. Um, uh, Daniel is the uh, he runs a newsletter called Future Money Trends. He also has a podcast, and I've subscribed to them recently. And really fortunate to have him on to discuss his view on the economy, his view on economics, his view on uh, kind of the future of, of financial services and uh, future of, uh, of what's going on with uh, American finance. So we're, uh, we're stoked to have him on. But I thought it would be really neat for Brad and I uh, to discuss just alternative media in general, whether it's podcasts or newsletters, and why it's so important to have that vantage point. Because most people are just, they are, they're exposed to the traditional mindset. They're exposed to the, uh, the CNBC and the Fox News and just a traditional media. And and oftentimes that could be very polarizing and giving you blinders as far as what's really going on. Not to say that it's it's wrong, um, but having multiple perspectives really allows you to have the proper, um, as uh, unbiased, objective as possible vantage point. And that's, uh, that's what we're going to discuss today is why it's important to have alternative media. And Brad and I, we first met, which is a number number of years ago. We we had some affinity toward very similar authors and uh, newsletter people and podcasts, and and that really we we've kind of continued to to discuss and uh, bounce ideas off of one another, and um, and really have have conversations around a lot of the podcasts and, and newsletters that we follow. So we're going to be discussing that today. Does that sound good? Awesome, cool. All right. So before that, though, if if uh, if you guys are uh, new to the Well Standard Radio. Uh, we have a lot of stuff on uh, on the internet. We have a lot of uh, past podcasts. So if you do like what you're what you're hearing, uh, tell your friends. Go back and listen to our previous stuff. We have a lot of free information. You can visit our website, uh, paradigmlife.net, and subscribe to an e-learning program that we have. We have uh, also a, a new section of that e-learning program, which uh, has our monthly webinars on there. Just a, a, a huge amount of information and resources. So definitely check us out if you're intrigued by some of the things that we're talking about. Um, also. We, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to do this video podcast idea. We're not on video today, uh, but in the future, we're going to kind of get uh, get that up and running. We'd love your feedback. So uh, so definitely reach out to us and, and let us know what you like, what you dislike. You can reach us at podcast at paradigmlife.net um, or you can uh, give us a call. But I don't have the phone number in front of me right now, so... Uh, I will postpone the phone until the next time. So if you have any feedback, just, uh, just email us at podcast at paradigmlife.net. All right, Brad. So let's uh, let's talk newsletter. Let's talk shop about newsletters and podcasts. I mean, one of the things we we talked uh, about a you know a month uh, or so ago, and I was actually on with Justin Martin, is this this idea of uh, people unplugging their brains when they go home from work Mm -hmm. and essentially watching TV and not really, you know, adding 
adding brain cells. It's more taking away from brain cells. So there's ways in which you can optimize your day uh, so that you can, you know, everybody has the same amount of time and, and there's only so much energy that we have, but most people really get that, um, you know, they're, they're go, go, go all day long. They go home, they get popcorn, beer, sit on the couch and do nothing. But there's ways in which you can improve your life. There's always ways in which you can increase your intelligence, increase your uh, wherewithal and improve your employment situation, get a raise, uh, learn new skills, management skills. Uh, you can you know, change positions. You can continue to mm-hmm. build your resume. There's so many different uh, avenues to take these days because of our access to information. Uh, you can go on and you can take classes at MIT for free. Right. You mm-hmm. can go on to uh, to uh, to uh, iTunes University or iUniversity and, and take those classes at, at these very prestigious colleges and universities uh, all at their fingertips. You have, of course, stuff like yeah, Udemy, Udemy, that's what Udemy. And, and I mean, there's all sorts of ways in which you can educate yourself to do more in your employment, to do more with your family, to be a more productive citizen, uh, to be a better investor, uh, to be an entrepreneur. There, really, these days, there's there's no excuse. And I would I would yeah. argue that, you know, we're kind of in a paradox. Right. A hundred years ago, people would just do anything possible to get their hands on a book, one book. Right. Now we have millions, millions of data, millions of information, all the stimuli that's coming in. And where where do we go? The paradox is we have all of this information. How do we how do we choose? Most people will divert to the easiest path which is turning on Fox News, turning on CNBC. This is not necessarily, you know, what we're going to talk about today isn't necessarily the easy route. Okay. This is really listening to people, their opinions. Everybody has an opinion, right? People's opinions. And you might, you might disagree with it. Okay. Um, But you might agree with some of it, but regardless of what conclusion you come to, Alternative media, whether it's podcasts or newsletters, especially with differing opinions in the mainstream, so important to understand so that you can make the right decisions for you, your business, your investments, and your family. Okay. And I think we're on the same page as far as that philosophy is concerned. So why don't you maybe talk about how newsletters and podcasts have influenced you and have uh, maybe changed your perspective on, on things financial or business or otherwise? Yeah, I think first you need to start and understand of, of what is an education. Most people, because from when we were five or six all the way until we're in our mid-20s, all we've done is taken normal traditional education, right? We've sat in a chair, listened to a, t- a teacher, and took a test, and then we got a credential. So we only – most people only value or associate – the idea of education with, okay, what do I get to put behind my name? What do I get to put on a resume? And how does that translate into a different job? That's not what we're talking about here. But you need to start to understand that your value really and your education really starts once you're out of school. And what you build starting to understand and, and and believe the concept that you become more valuable by the more information that you gather and, and how you learn to think. So you don't have to listen to the same stuff we're listening to. Just listen to something that makes you think, that challenges the status quo, challenges everything you've been told, because what's coming across Fox, what's coming across CNN is not challenging anything. And it's not helping you think. It's just giving you what you should think and what you should believe and just trust them. They're the experts. So I actually spend a good portion of my time listening to stuff that I fully disagree with because it challenges my thought process. So that's to me where it starts is, is, is putting yourself in a position where it's forcing you to think. And that's the base level of education, I guess, for me. Yeah, that's a, it's a great point because you, you look at your value to your employer. They don't care your G, They don't care what your GPA was. 
right? They don't care what your degree was. I mean, maybe there's some technical degrees that are more valuable than you know, your traditional social studies and economics and even finance degrees. I mean, there's other things that are specialized, but that has very little relevance because because the thing is, is looking at school these days, things are changing on a weekly basis. It's not this, yep. you know, every every couple of years you come up with a new phone or new computer. Things are changing every day, every week, every month. Technology is improving. Communication is improving. What they're teaching in school is going to be obsolete by the time a person graduates these days. That's why it's important to understand that, yeah, the going to school, getting education, it's so it's such the social norm. And you may need the piece of paper to be legitimate in the eyes of an employer. But other than that, it is not going to have any relevance. Well, not, I wouldn't say any relevance, but very little relevance going forward. Speaking skills, communication skills, negotiation skills, okay, uh, critical, thinking. critical thinking, being able to debate, being able to rationalize in your mind and, and come up with solutions in a, in a group, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to collaborate because you collaborate in school. What's it called? Cheating. Cheating, right? You, you, it is almost a must and required in, uh, in, in, in business today, if you don't have those skills, then you're going to, you know, be in the mailroom. Yep. Well, there's not even a mailroom anymore. And, and, and the thing that's going to distinguish you is not your degree anymore, because there's, yeah. there's 10,000 other people at the same degree and there's going to be 10,000 people tomorrow. They're yep. getting the same degree yep. and they're actually getting a better degree because their information is more is relevant newer than yours. Than yours. Yep. So the thing that will really propel your career over the long run, you have to understand that the setting apart, once you're out in, in the, the working environment, is going to be what you do on your, you know, during your time off. Yep. That's what's going to begin to, to really make or break your career. Yep. And that's the thing is, you, and we, we've talked about this before, but the, the true nature of money is it represents value. And it's value, you know, if you earn it, uh, it's because you created value. And if you want to earn more money, you need to figure out a way to create more value. And that value comes from what you know, what your education is, the ideas that you come up mm-hmm. with, the value you bring to the table for uh, a, a, a team that you're on at work um, or on an you know, investment group. Or, I mean, it all comes down to what you know, and what you bring to the table, because you're going to get compensated for that. So mm-hmm. if you want to make more more money, no more stuff. Yep. So where do we go to get that? Well, it's all, I, I, what I thought would be really cool is to maybe talk <laughs> about some of the newsletters that we follow, um, some of the podcasts that, that we like to listen to, and then, um, you know, yep. and then bring Daniel on. Yeah, that'd okay. be awesome. Cool. Um, so as far as, so what are your, what are kind of your, some of your staple newsletters? I think I subscribe to probably 10, 10 newsletters or so. Mm-hmm. And, but I always will read a few of them, uh, consistent, consistently. Right. So why don't you talk about, before I get to my list, what are some of your top and top newsletters? Yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys do this, this might be a handy tool, but I have a filter in my inbox that sends all my newsletters to one folder. Oh, cool. And so I subscribe to probably 30 hmm. or 40 and I don't subscribe to them to read them all, but I like to scroll through the headlines and get general trends and general feelings. Okay. So that's one, that's the first step that I do is I'll open that. And in 10 minutes, I'll scroll through the, the headlines of, of, you know, the 30 probably in a week or so that I get. Got it. Interesting. So that just gives me just kind of a general flavor. It's just reading headlines. Cool. And then, like you said, there's half a dozen maybe that I go in and read their content. So one that I read every week, I think you might as well. It's more inspirational, uh, but Stephen Palmer, I really like what he does. That sort of sets the tone for the week of getting perspective. Mm -hmm. And, and it's that working on myself. Another one that I really like. What's What's the name of his newsletter? I don't remember. I just know it's Stephen Palmer. Okay. So you can probably look him up and he'll be able to find out. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Um, 
And then there's another couple that I do throughout the week that are meant to be self-improvement oriented. Another one is called The Art of Manliness. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, dude, I actually came across that. I love it. About a month ago. Yeah. Okay, I've cool. Been, I've been, I should have told you earlier, but I'm two or three years hey, I've subscribed to that. And I get just little tips and, and tricks to, to work on myself, my character. Mm-hmm. That's the big focus of The Art of Manliness is, is character development and, and building. Um, yeah, so, it's just Stephen, Stephen D Palmer.com okay. is the Stephen Palmer one. Sorry. Yeah. So, so I subscribe to his and I, and I, so that's where I look for some of the kind of the self-improvement, self-development, big picture type stuff. That's, that's one, those are two that I read something from there every week. Cool. Um, let's go on a little more. Insp- let's keep going on the inspirational track. Then we'll get into the financial stuff. Okay. Um, so I, I uh, was turned on to a, a newsletter called all pro dad. Mm-hmm. And my, my life is insane. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know how I manage half the stuff that I, that I do. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, it kind of rubs off in a bad way on my, on my kids and on my wife. And so I use kind of these like inspirational, all pro dad type of newsletters mm-hmm. to, to kind of give me ideas and help me re-engage and, you know, make sure I'm, I'm paying attention to the, the most important things in my life. So all pro dad is an awesome website that gives you tips. It's free, gives you tips, gives you, you know, top 10 things you do in the summer with your kids and it, all, all sorts of amazing That's ideas. That's the cool thing about that one too is it gives you it gives you do that it gives you practical and i try i try to follow all of them right whether it's sending flowers to your wife or writing a note to your child or your daughter or whatever so all pro dad is a a good one that kind of gets me Mm -hmm. um you know gets me inspired on daily basis i also uh subscribe to daily daily good and daily insights which are just quotes that kind of keep me keep me inspired i love i love quotes just little blurbs that give me some kind of moments of zen and moments of inspiration um okay so now let's go to some 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 finance finance stuff so one there's a newsletter probably the one i followed the longest is lou rockwell mm-hmm. um and and lou lou rockwell i mean he was uh you know part of the mises institute well, he is part of the mises institute uh but he's just a, a, an economist austrian guy very free market thinking and he challenges me i mean a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that he says is like ooh, oh, oh i gotta you know i gotta think about that but he yep. also sends out you know a daily a daily email that has other authors there that he feels you know represent his values and his philosophy so yep. it's not just him speaking sometimes it's it, he actually has one of those amazing voices kind of like bill bonner where yeah. you just are so in, intrigued by how he says things and the way he speaks yep. so uh, lou rockwell is uh, is an awesome that's one. one i open and scroll through the headlines yeah. every day yeah, me too. and i'll read two or three of those articles every day cool what's yep. a so a couple others uh you know uh, paul meach letter they're good, uh, good friends of ours. Well, Palm Beach Letter is a really cool newsletter, very inexpensive, but just gives you good, good insights into conservative, you know, practical things you can do with your investments. Yeah, and, and their philosophy, their approach to the economy. I, in a lot of ways, I detest the stock market, but their, it's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. and and it's around, and and it's going to indicate the feelings and the direction that's going to get to impact everything. Yep. So they are ones who take very practical and, and in a lot of way, non-biased yep. approaches to it. Um, so I, I really like theirs. They've got lots of different levels of subscriptions and different things you can get. The stuff that I read every single day from them is the stuff that Mark Ford writes yep. and some of the higher level broad economy analysis. And then if something begins to intrigue me, that's where I dig down and say, okay, I want to get excuse me, more detailed Granular information on, on that. And that's where I'll go to some of their sub newsletters and, and stuff like that. Cool. 
So that, that, that absolutely is, is a great one. So another one is uh, Bill Bonner's Daily Reckoning. I, yes. I've, always, I've subscribed to that for, for a while. There's some really good articles. And Bill Bonner is an amazing writer. And his even though he's you know been saying the, the world's coming to a crash for over the last you know, 100 years, um, it's still you – know, he's very insightful as far yep. as how, how he says it and his rationale behind it. It's not just – you know, just uh, going on diatribes. He actually has a lot of different, very technical things that he looks at and, and talks through. So it's really yep. cool. So and, Bill Bonner's Daily Reckoning. Yep. And so he's part of the Agora network in general. And so Agora, if you try to read everything they put out, it's just it's way too much. So I use Bill as my filter. Cool. And if he speaks about something that's interesting, I will go it. through the rest of nice. Agora to find that. So I subscribe to um, a lot of the branches of Agora. Again, not to read everything that comes out. I read almost everything every word that bill mm-hmm. writes and then i again i use that as my filter my cheat sheet to get into the rest of what's important so cool. you know mark ford is kind of my cheat sheet through uh, palm beach um bill is my cheat sheet through agora my filter through agora yeah one yeah. of the I, so I, I subscribe to the daily wealth which is a stansbury publication so that's mm-hmm. a really really good one some practical things in there and, and it's not very expensive either uh, another one that i've that i followed for the last couple of years uh he he is really good friends with uh, a group that we do a lot of marketing and events with which is the real estate guys radio show uh but his name is simon black yep. and his actually real name is not simon black <laughs> it's his alias uh, but he's kind of the international man of mystery and is all over the world and definitely has a very very anti-government, anti-army, anti uh not anti-American, but more of just like the anti-establishment. Statist, if you yeah, more of an anti-statist type control. of approach. So so Simon like he, he says some pretty crazy things. I don't agree with all of them. Uh actually I don't agree with a lot of them, but still just some of the his opinion is really cool because he's he's our age mm-hmm. and really is, you know, has a very um, unorthodox way of looking at things. So. Yeah, I would I would lump him into another public I look at, which is Jim Rickards, yeah. which both of them are pushing my comfort level, but I read them so that so I they, they can push know it. where my boundary is. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and what I agree with and what makes me think those are two that I read when I want to be challenged and say, okay, you know, think a little differently, you know, push those, like I said, push those boundaries. So those are two as well. I don't read everything that comes out by both of them. Um, but I, I use them as at least once or twice a week to read something from them to again, be be pushing and challenging, stretching those boundaries. Cool. Let's talk about one more, then we can move to some of the podcasts and we'll get, get Daniel on here. Uh, so uh, Tom Woods, um, I yep. followed Tom for a, a long time. He's probably one of the more, the most ethical, principled, honest, uh, guys that I've ever seen with, with a very, uh, he has no agenda behind anything that he's saying. And he is so eloquent in the way in which he explains things and talks about things. Uh, but he is, you know, he works at the Mises Institute. He also heads up Ron Paul's, um, mm-hmm. education program, uh, for, for homeschooling online education program, which I know you've, you've done with, yep. with some of your kids, but Tom Woods is, I mean, if you get, ever get a chance to, uh, he's a, he's a short guy, but he is in, intel, intelligent, you know, is, is probably not the best word to explain it. That was my only letdown in meeting him like, is that he's like five, three. Yeah, he talks like he's, he's Tony Robbins. I, yeah. I pictured that he size. was like seven feet tall, giant type guy. And he was like, this <laughs> he's little like short five, guy. Five, five, three. Yeah, he's that was my only letdown with him. But yeah, Tom, if, if the subject of economics has ever intimidated you, or as you watch things, you're like, man, I wish I knew what they were talking about. Some of the technical terms start with Tom Woods because yep. nobody breaks it down and explains it on a basic level better than he does. Yep. You can walk in with zero economics background and get a lot out of what he is saying. Cool. So if you want 
to really, he does a really good job of saying, here's something that everybody's talking about. Here's why you need to look at it differently and, and really break that thought process down. And from Tom, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned from him is his thought process, mm. how he objectively takes something, breaks it down to its component part and, and is able to analyze it. Cool. And you can take that thought process. If you don't hundred percent agree with his conclusions, you can be building into your own brain that mm. how do I break a thought down? How do I make an argument? How do I construct mm -hmm. and come to a conclusion? Yep. And that's something you can take away and apply anywhere that you're at. Another thing too is, and, and I'm, I know you don't need this, but I need it all the time. Uh, after listening, Listen to him, it makes me feel smarter. It's kind of like Malcolm Gladwell. Whenever I listen to Malcolm Gladwell speak, I'm like, man, that's really cool. And I feel smart. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, it's on the Holiday Inn Express, right? <laughs> but Tom Woods, yeah, definitely check him out. All right, so let's talk about a few podcasts. I love podcasts because I can listen to them in like two, two and a half, sometimes three X. So mm -hmm. you can get through a lot of different podcasts and, and pull a lot of the general information. So two and a half, three X is the speed. So some people you can't listen to with that because they're already talking fast. Um, and that's probably why we end up you know talking really fast in what we do because we listen to these audiobooks and podcasts at such high speeds uh, anyway so some of the some of the podcasts that i that i like uh james altucher really mm -hmm. really cool guy really forward thinking and a great just eloquent way of, of explaining and talking about things very motivating Yep. Um, I also still listen to Peter Schiff. Peter Schiff is, yep. uh, you know, not the most optimistic guy in the world, um, but definitely makes good points and backs it up with good, uh, you know, sound. And he does make specific, you know, he has a, a lot of self-interest. I mean, he runs a, uh, an investment firm and he always mm -hmm. wants clients. And so he's using this as kind of, you know, his way to get clients. I understand that, but still some of the things he says makes you think. A lot of it. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And I, I fall in and out of favor with podcasts. So I'll kind of go on a stretch. I like to go a month without listening to one and then queue them up and listen to everything for the last month, kind of all at once. Okay. So I'm, I'm always shifting between them, but Tom Woods has a podcast. Peter Schiff is one, um, two that I like that are more on entrepreneurial. So if you're looking to say, well, what am I going to get out of this rather than just knowing useless economic facts? Um, two podcasts I listen to that are great is Entrepreneur on Fire. Yep. Um, which, John Dumas. Yeah. yeah, which John Dumas and another one called Smart Passive Income with mm -hmm. Pat Flynn. Yeah. Both of those are, are great just at opening up the floodgates of ideas of how can I actively improve my mm -hmm. situation. So those are two that, again, I'll kind of queue up 10 or so episodes and then just blast through them at three X, um, to just kind of have that vein of when I need a, a, a entrepreneurial kickstart. Mm -hmm. uh, those are two really good ones. Cool. Uh, a few others. So real estate guys radio, I mean, they've had a podcast forever and, but they are some of the sharpest guys I know bar none. If you're interested in real estate, oh, listen yeah. to their podcast. For sure. There's yeah. lots of other ones out there and compared to what information you get from the real estate guys. I mean, it's, there's such a good kind of duo there. Yeah. One is very analytical and, and breaks down the information and the other is just so eloquent and yep. bring it together with analogies and examples. You can't beat them. No, for they're real estate. Yeah. Robert and Russ are, are good friends of ours and, and uh, they do such an amazing job and they do so much research and, and pay so much attention to detail as far yep. as what they present and talk about. So it's awesome. And one that is up and coming that I'm, I'm still sort of fresh on. So if it doesn't turn out to be any good, don't blame me because I'm still learning it. Mm -hmm. But Jay Massey yeah. is another sort of yeah. student from them who has started a podcast and started putting out a lot of information. His story is incredible. Yeah. Um, and if you're wanting to be get into the, the real estate as a profession yeah. and be a, a full-time investor in that. He, he's got a fantastic, he, yeah, he's, he's been on the, pod, he's been on the podcast before Jay, Jay Massey. It's called cashflow diary. Yep. And uh, he does a video podcast as well, but his story is, is awesome. Very motivating guy. Yep. Uh, Jason Hartman, you know, Jay, Jay's, we know Jason, he's done some business with us. He's, he's a, 
uh, he he's also one of those those guys that's brilliant and just naturally intelligent. And he's probably interviewed more more guests than any of these podcasts. And he and on a very broad spectrum. So I like his Creating Wealth podcast, but he has a lot of other podcasts as well. But I know that, that I think that's the one that's that the, that's the most popular. So Jason yep. Jason Hartman, few few others. Uh, Mike Dillard, who's a good friend of ours. He uh, you know he he started his self made man uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago. Uh, really cool guests. Mike is he pays so much attention to detail and makes sure that every ounce of time you spend with him is is valuable. So yep. uh, check out his self made man podcast. Uh, Bulletproof Executive. These are just kind of they call it biohacking or body hacking or brain hacking. Just ways in which you can you know operate your day, operate your mind, the things that you eat, the supplements that you take to make sure you're operating at your highest level. Uh, so Bulletproof Executive and the last one because uh, we are totally running out of time uh, is School of Greatness. That's one I came across recently and I think they get like a million downloads an episode. It's insane but wow. super, super motivating uh, guy. His name escapes me right now but School of, School of Greatness, uh, that's one that I recently came across and started started listening to. So Anything else you want to add on, on podcasts? Um, no, that wraps it up there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll what we'll do is we'll cut to Daniel and get an idea of uh, of who he is and what his new well, letter, letter's about in, uh, in a podcast. One thing came Whoa. to mind, not just podcasts, but one thing I think you would agree as well, and this is something that actually connected us early on too, was taking time to get away. Okay. So finding a conference or a, even if it's just a weekend where you go and, and you escape daily life, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. put in front of something that is teaching you something and you can kind of reflect and build. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a couple of them we do, we go on the real estate guys cruise. Uh, I'm going to go to their, their uh, goals, their goals seminar, center, which is the first theory. So yep. those, those are two places to go. They, they do a lot of them. We used to go to freedom fest for years in yeah. a row. That's kind of what we were doing even before we were working together. Mm-hmm. Um, but find something like that. All of these people we've talked about host a seminar yeah. of some sort or another really consider finding at least one a year to go to, mm-hmm. to get away, get perspective. And while you're there, it's not, it's less important about what the guy's saying up in front of the room. It's about what you're thinking about and how you're trying to kind of organize and take time away. So that's another thing. That's another investment I've made. I probably spend now thousands of dollars a year on seminars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's that value of getting away and unplugging and, and, and working on you mm-hmm. rather than in your daily life. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, it, their investments, you know, Absolutely. and it, it's, it's totally worth the risk because a, one idea, one moment of Zen, one thing could set you off on a trajectory. There will be, you know, thousands and thousands of percent return on that, on that investment. But I've, I've received tons of value from, from live seminars and all of these guys, like Brad said, will point you in the direction of one seminar or another, but definitely it's building your network. It's getting outside of your comfort zone. It's getting outside of your, your routine and your daily life so that your mind is in a different space and you can absorb different information. So, yep. okay, cool. With that being said, let's bring, uh, let's bring Daniel on. Today's guest is Daniel Amadori and Daniel is, uh, the creator of future money trends, which is a financial website, uh, membership and newsletter, as well as the wealth and purpose podcast. Uh, Daniel, it's awesome to have you on. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. So, Daniel, can you can you t- maybe tell our listeners uh, the, the the history of your uh, your business, Future Money Trends, and uh, as well as your podcast? Sure. Well, it's got a it's got a uh, a diverse history because it actually started out um, in around two thousand two thousand eight. Um, I started a YouTube channel as a hobby. And it was simply to talk about the mortgage crisis. I was a real estate investor at the time, and 
you know, I was really concerned with, with housing collapsing and uh, the Dow Jones having a, a significant crash because of something that was going to be a systemic problem. Uh, I also was concerned about inflation. I ended up, I ended up uh, you know, learning more as, as I discovered Austrian economics and uh, different philosophies in the, in the libertarian and, and, and that space. I shared it with the audience and the, the channel grew very large and um, I was actually contacted by Google. I was one of the first YouTube partners, uh, almost as a test run. And uh, they, so Google started uh, paying me. I ended up being the spokesperson for a short time for an organization that focused on inflation. And then my wife uh, was just kind of itching at me and saying, you know, you're, you're doing all this stuff and you love it. Why don't you start your own newsletter? So I, I started my own newsletter with uh, my cousin, and um, it kind of just took off from there. We built it up for about six months. We opened up to advertisers. Very simple model, you know, nothing. So it's something anybody could do. You know, started a website, had a newsletter, and we had ad space. And at the time, we really focused on the macro economy and uh, a potential crisis because of the unprecedented things that were going on with the Federal Reserve's quantitative easing policy, um, and different uh, sovereign risks between uh, European countries and, and specifically the U.S. Over time, uh, and again, through more discovery, through more reading books, going to conferences, meeting people like, like Rick Rule of Sprout Asset Management or, or Mary Katusa, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I became a, an avid reader of Stanford and Associates and the Palm Beach Letter. Um, I kind of, the, the, what the letter is today, the best description of future money trends of what it is right now and what I believe my purpose, I finally found my, my sweet spot, is a lot of people are worried about unprecedented times and the economy. And their option is, you know, you go to the guy who wants to sell you nothing but gold um, or, <laughs> or foreign stocks, or you go to the guy who is mimicking Dave Ramsey. You kind of don't have anybody there in the middle and I kind of wanted to be the guy to say, look, I acknowledge that we're in unprecedented times um, with the economy. You know, there's also an unprecedented technology of, you know, move here where we have a parabolic uh, a move of information and, and new technology. So it's definitely not all gloom, but um, what we try to focus on is trying to navigate through the, the, through the new economy, um, acknowledging that the 1980s portfolio is broken. Um, I don't know if we're going to have severe inflation or deflation, but I try to prepare us for both. And most importantly, where we've had a really big emphasis on is entrepreneurship. Because with the new economy, is uh, we have to acknowledge that you know getting that job and working for the same company for 30 years and having a pension, that's gone. Getting the college degree and being guaranteed a life of success, that's gone. Um, I don't think the 401k thing was ever there, so I can't say that's gone because it was kind of an experiment anyway. Yep. That we're seeing the we're seeing the results now, you know, 30, 40 years later uh, from this inception. But we really have a strong focus on entrepreneurship and really encouraging people and trying to inspire people with ideas and strategies. You know, I've been I've been gosh since I was a kid. I've been to so many different seminars and conferences. I've paid tens of thousands of dollars for books and ideas and strategies. And what we're doing is we're just giving to those. We're just giving them away for free. We're writing all kinds of ideas on how to buy real estate. You know, this month in our paid letter, we, we talked about how to be a real estate wholesaler. And I'm giving people everything that I received when I paid 
you know, $4,000 for a program, you know, 10 years ago mm -hmm. from, from different people. So 50% uh, of the newsletter is really focused on, on um, really the, your best preparation for unprecedented times, your best preparation for an economy that could have severe inflation or deflation is ultimately developing your own income uh, from your personal businesses. No, it's really well. It's well said, and it's been it's been really impressive to see what you what you've built. And going off of the theme of of our podcast today, looking at what happened over the the course of two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, it really what I think it did is it opened up the minds of people to say, "Wow, something's broken. Some something's not right." And they looked to media. And said the media had been perpetuating these ideas that didn't work out. And so people started to really see if there were other sources of information. And I think during this period of time is where, you know, the industry of financial publication became so popular because people for very inexpensive, for a very inexpensive website or newsletter service, uh, could essentially have other information, other opinion, other philosophy, other than you know the mainstream Jim Cramer, CNBC, Fox News, etc. And I know a lot of what you talk about isn't isn't mainstream, and it's the result of you know you thinking and you going to conferences and and so forth. So maybe maybe talk talk about just who your subscribers have been and what you're trying to communicate to them. What type of value are you trying to give them? Well, you know, most of my subscribers are probably people who are like me where, um, let's go back where I, in, in 2007 or, or even earlier on uh, reading Robert Kiyosaki's book, Prophecy or Peter Schiff's book, Crash Proof, and you're kind of discovering that, wait a minute, things aren't normal. This isn't 1980 like my guy at Edwards Jones or whoever is doing the 401k at your work is just saying. This isn't just throw money in something and you know, you'll have an 8 to 12% return forever and ever. And, of course, you know, with the education you guys have provided at Paradigm Life, we know that that was never even the case as well. But, yeah. you know, you're, you're having this discovery moment, and, 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 and I believe a lot of people go through the same uh, phase, and I've and I really connected with, with my audience. I'm, I'm pretty certain that my audience did go through the same phase where you have this discovery of the U.S. debt and inflation and the fraud that goes on and the manipulation that goes on with the banks and the stock market and gold, silver, and your reaction is is fear, which causes you to do a lot of things that would almost, let's say, call, let's call it, uh, you could go to the doomsday prepper type situation where you're, where you're fearful. So you're buying food, you're buying gold. Now, all those things can be smart and prudent, and I believe they are smart and prudent, and I, and I recommend people have, you know, it's it's just common sense to have some extra food, especially if you've got kids or, or ability to, 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 to have some extra water for an emergency or to have precious metals as, as financial insurance. So, um, but I think a lot of people, they get stuck there, and they get stuck there for years. And because of the alternative media, um, the same media that, that, that can kind of almost free your brain, you can almost kind of get stuck there, and all of a sudden you go down this rabbit hole where now you're worried about, like, these lizard people or something taking your, your IRA. So, so, you know, where you, where you have this moment of discovery that things aren't normal, you start to think differently, you, you, you go into a massive, massive defense mode. And so what the message I am trying to do 
and trying to convey to people and the purpose of our letter is to really, and I say it all the time at any time I do a talk, is, is once you've prepared for the worst case scenario, you must move on with your life. You must go live your life. You know, I love a lot of people by their standards, probably all my friends and family, they might even refer to me as a doomsday prepper. But you know what? My, my kids and I, we, 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 we've had wonderful vacations and Disney cruises. We're still out there living our lives, and we're investing in different, in, in, in starting new businesses and buying, buying rental properties, and we're having a great time. And so part of that is, um, is just, you know, with the, with the Future Money Trends newsletter is acknowledging the, the unprecedented times we're in and then really encouraging people to move forward. Yep. Find a way. Make your own route. You don't have to stick to the, the, the dogma or the cookie-cutter plan. Route your own course. Well, I think one of the, the most interesting emotions is, is fear. And you know, looking at looking at what happened during the during the meltdown, it there, there was there was a lot of opportunists that that took advantage of of what people were going through emotionally and started to create you know these gold gold websites where you send your gold in uh, and these other kind of doomsday type of scenarios for for people to pull out their credit card and you know buy their buy their stuff and you know I and I understand like you said the importance of having, having things like that. But at the end of it all, you know, we've, we've always, you know, the human race has never had this utopian period of time. We've always had chaos. We, we've always had uh, up, upticks and downturns. I mean, that's just, it's the cycle of the, of the human race. And looking at where we're at today, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to be concerned about, but there's a lot to be excited about. And what I try to look at is, you know, whenever you have these these worst case scenarios presented to you, there's there I think there's some truth behind it. But at the same time, you have to look at what the other opinion is saying, and that other opinion can now help you, you know, come to the right conclusion because having just one opinion or one perspective of somebody that you're listening to and acknowledge you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all can see the world in a certain way. It doesn't mean it's the right way. And so looking at, you know, your philosophy, I, and that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because, you know, reading what you guys put out and listening to you, you know, we have a very, very, very uh, succinct philosophy just about life in general and, and what's going on. But I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm afraid of some things that are ha- happening in, in our world right now. But at the same time, I'm also insanely excited about a lot of the technology breakthroughs, the healthcare uh, breakthroughs. And, you know, and that's the nature of a human being. Human beings are, are wired to, to solve problems and to overcome challenges. So it, that's awesome that you're, you know, taking that stance and putting that type of information in, into your newsletter. So what, you know, you, you, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say real quickly. I mean, one of the one of the things we should all consider is if you're listening to this and you are concerned about a person at a time, or a, or a major crash in the economy or something like that, which definitely is is on the table here. I want you to also remember that Germany went through hyperinflation, was completely devastated after World War II. Japan had nuclear bombs dropped on them. Uh, the U.S. went through a severe depression in the 30s. So uh, if there is a, a, a systemic collapse, it's not going to last forever. No. And even if, you know, the dollar, you know, one of the snares that I always bring up to people is what are we not factoring in? I was like, you know, even if the dollar was going to crash, okay, it crashes. But does it, does it just eternally crash for the next 50 years? No. It would crash 
and then within weeks there would be a new currency. Yeah. Or maybe the, the eve of a dollar crash there would be a new currency. Or you know when I um, when I look at like the insurance the insurance companies the whole life model like these businesses think about what these businesses have been through. I mean some of them that have been through the Civil War. Um, <laughs> they they've been through all these things I just mentioned uh, that that happened in, around the world with with these world wars. I mean. It just because these things happen, it doesn't mean people still don't want to go and drink a Coke or, <laughs> or fill up the gas tank and go to the lake on the weekend. These yeah. things are going to happen, yeah. but life moves on. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing is you, know, it, there, there's, there's the, you need to always look at what the full story is because if you just tell part of the story, people can get really freaked out if the dollar collapses and it's no longer the world's reserve currency. If you just stop there, yeah, I could totally see – why, why people would be upset and on edge and, and anxious. But at the same time, it's like money, money doesn't have any intrinsic value, right? The, the value is, as you said, the value is in things, the value is in people, right? It's just because the, the way in which it's denominated goes away doesn't mean that, you know, oil is not valuable anymore or uh, a, a car isn't, isn't valuable or, a uh, a house is invaluable. It's just going to be valued and denominated in in a different you know different measurement. But I, but I can yeah, looking at that, you're, it makes it makes total sense. And I've tried to argue that too, and look at wow, if you know if the if the dollar does you know change and there's a new currency, but at the same time, it's like you know you're still going to do the same thing. You're going to still go out and figure out how to create value for people. And you know if you're if you're reimbursed or you're paid with a different currency, who cares? Yeah, exactly, and 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 it could be the dollar. You got to remember, the dollar has had several changes. We had the gold-backed dollar. We had the dollar where you could actually exchange gold as a citizen. Uh, there was the greenback, which was just printed by the Treasury Department, uh, which was just essentially debt-free money. Yep. Um, uh, so we've had multiple currencies here in the states about every you know forty, fifty years. So it does happen. But you know what? Those insurance companies are still doing business. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know, people still pay you know their utility bills, and people still have houses, and then yeah, it's it's uh, you know that's just the, the nature of the economy, and, and I I don't agree na- necessarily with you know the position. Well, actually, I don't agree at all with the position that you know the Federal Reserve has taken and the position that the, the government has taken in, in relation to how they're trying to you know fit, fix the economy because they're the the cause. So you're not going to have a fix from the same people that caused it. Um, but but looking at where we're gonna where we're gonna come out again, it's it's always this um, you know this organized chaos or constructive chaos, which you know we do have issues, we have challenges, but we grow stronger from them. So only time will t- only time will tell. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you you know maybe as we conclude the the interview, why don't you uh, maybe talk about some of the the newsletters and podcasts and books and. And things that you're that you're reading and listening to and paying attention to that help kind of inspire you or reinforce what your mission is and you know get you keep you on the right trajectory. You know, I, I have, I've spent a lot of time just talking to other entrepreneurs, other investors, and I, I look. You know, I'm I'm not an expert at any one thing. Um, you know, I I love talking to people, so maybe I'm an expert in talking to people and chatting on the phone. <laughs> And, uh, and really talking people through what's going on right now. But what I try to do is I, in my own personal life, I think it's a great idea for everybody, is to surround yourself with a bunch of people who are smarter than you um, in, in their expertise. And so, you know, um, with the day of the Internet, it, it has just made this world so small, you know, where a guy um, 
like myself, uh, maybe 20 years ago, 10 years ago, would have had zero access to a billionaire uh, being able to reach. I would have had to handwrite a letter. You know, in, in the past few weeks between Twitter or Skype or a, or a phone call or an email, I mean, I, I, I've had the chance to, 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 to talk to billionaires like Jim Rogers, uh, Rick Rule, Eric Sprott, and um, it's just, it's really opened up um, my world, and that's where we've done podcasts and we do interviews on, uh, weekly interviews on the futuremoneytrends.com website, and it's simply, you know, me having a conversation and really trying to do everything I can to try to ask the questions. Um, I do my best to, to, to not stump the guests, but to ask them a question that would at least go into the awkward space, you know, uh, where we're really trying to dig in and, and find out any insights they can offer on the economy or, or investing or whatever their expertise is. And specifically, uh, the, the one common denominator amongst all these guests, of course, is no matter what they may be selling or their expertise is, they all are business owners. So one of the curveball questions I will ask all of them, uh, or at least I try to get into, is is the, the success of their own business. And of course, for some of them, let's say like a, I spoke to Marty Rodriguez a few months ago. She was the top tw Century 21 realtor uh, for for years now, and you know she was prepared to talk about real estate, prepared to talk about um, buying and selling in California, but she wasn't prepared for the 10 minutes that I was trying to grill her on, on how did you build this realtor business better than everybody else? So that's some of the questions I, I, I try to get involved in and, and talk to people. So, and then the futuremoneytrends.com has a weekly wealth digest, um, and we also have a paid letter, which does include stock suggestions and even extra income ideas, and that is actually an idea that I kind of, there was another newsletter that you and I are familiar with, they were doing extra income ideas, and what I try to do is I try to take uh, different ideas that apply more towards the mindset of people who are either libertarians or of that prepper mindset. Well, here are some businesses that you might be able to do or interested in, or, uh, you know, and of course these are ideas where it requires nothing of you. Uh, as far as education, you just have to spend minimal amount of time to get some extra income. And again, this all this was all just going to encouraging ultimately to start your own business and do what you love. Because look, we have one life, uh, you know, li average life expectancy is about 28,000 days. And I think we should live each day to the fullest. No, I agree with you. And I, I think, you know, just the, the fact that your newsletter exists, other podcasts exist, books exist, websites exist. I mean, the, we're, we're in a day and age where it's it's so much easier to start your own business and create your own destiny as as cliche as that sounds create your own, you know create your own life and and control it from a financial standpoint uh because the proof is in what you've built the proof is in other successful podcasts that are just other human beings that have found something that they're passionate about and they love doing and want to communicate that and convey that to uh, to the world. So, so Daniel, hats, hats off to you for what you're what you've created. Uh, can you maybe Thank give you. the listeners the the best way to get in touch with you or to learn more about future money trends? Uh, you can subscribe free at futuremoneytrends.com. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, um, I respond to every single one. Uh, it's Daniel at futuremoneytrends.com. Uh, or just hit the contact us on, on the futuremoneytrends.com website. Ultimately, you'll get a hold of me. 
But um, yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of us. There's a, like I said, there is a paid list, but you know, take the tour. Um, you know, just check out the free site for a few months, and then and then you make your decision. Okay, Dan, it was awesome, awesome to have you on. We'll try to get you back on in the in in the future, but we'll put the uh, the links to your website as well as your email address in uh, in the body of the podcast as well as on our on our blog, so people can. Uh, if they weren't able to catch the uh, the website or the email address, just look for it in the in the blog. Uh, so, Daniel, thank you again for for being on. Appreciate your words of wisdom, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks very much, Patrick. All right, that was an that was awesome. That was an awesome interview. I mean, it, it's it's awesome to see what people are doing, and it's yep. awesome to see just how our our society is evolving, and how people are figuring out ways to you know bring their message, bring their philosophy to to the marketplace, so that people can uh, can think different. And it's it's awesome that we have guys like Daniel that are out there pushing the limits. Yeah, it was such a great another a good example of where to go to get straightforward well thought out alternative advice. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not crazy. They're Mm -hmm. not gold gun, silver, bury yourself in a bunker, anything like that. Mm -hmm. But they're, I mean, just, I love to rub shoulders with, with guys doing what they're doing. They're bringing their expertise and thought level down, condensing it to something that will make a difference for me and and add that value. Fantastic. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to end the show today. Thank you guys for listening. You're awesome. Uh, Email us, podcast at paradigmlife.net. Give us some feedback, um, and uh, we'd love love to hear from you, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, also, go into iTunes, and if you like what you hear, definitely give us a good a good rating um, so we can boost our listenership and get more people uh, get more people involved. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show, your gold standard in everything financial, with your host Patrick Donahoe. 